This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. I am one of your hosts, Manya. And I am your other host. I'm Terry. And Terry, what are we going to be doing today? I am so excited about this episode. Oh, idea. have I got an idea for you. I mean, I know we, we always like to find interesting content and then, you know, related to our friends and our, our friendship, our one another. But I came up with another idea that we're going to be able to do for several podcasts in and out. And it is a list of statements Mm -hmm. um that kind of to for friends to have an a deep conversation with and so it's kind of I guess I'm thinking of it's not charades but when you do play charades you pick something out and you've got to kind of you know just go with what you picked so so you're gonna are you gonna randomly select these questions for us yes I've got Uh a little ball oh no so our Listeners are going to get to know us very well. And we're going to get to know ourselves and one another. And there are a lot, a lot more where these came from. We are. And so before you dig in, I want to say to our listeners too, we are going to share a link to the article where we found these questions Mm -hmm. and maybe we wait and see how this goes but i think we're going to encourage you to do this with your friends too so we're going to be the experiment so go uh-huh. ahead terry let's pull out a question all right so let's do this all right here we go uh-huh who is your role model either whether they dead or alive oh wow yeah you know yes that is an interesting question because i will be honest with you i've never felt like i've looked at someone and thought "Ooh, you are a role model for me mm-hmm. so i have to tell you off the top of my head although i'm thinking i I'm trying to think when there was a, a moment or an event or an experience where I felt that that person is what I want to mm-hmm. model myself on mm-hmm. or assert or the way I work or the way I care for people or some aspect of my life. Yeah. Okay. So I thought of one. Okay. And um, her it's, a woman, her name is Margie Worrell, mm-hmm. and she wrote a book called Brave and has written several books since then. And she's a speaker and a consultant and this amazingly 
powerful woman and I've had the opportunity to meet her and that only makes me admire her and her work more Mm -hmm. but she talks about you know how to be brave and I I went to one of her I've actually gone to two of her retreats called the live brave women's weekend Uh and it was all about tapping into what matters to me you know for each of us and how can I set myself up so that I do these things? And even if I'm afraid to do them. Yeah. And I found her because I was actually writing an article on the topic of courage and with a book called Brave, that was perfect fit. And Mm -hmm. that's when I got to know her and I started following her and she's this amazing speaker and she's been on these huge stages worldwide and she's so poised and so smart and open that I just want to be like her. Uh Um, And, you know, the first time I met her, I was nervous because, well, because this was very big for you to meet somebody who you already through their writing had decided this is, this is somebody I want to be like. Yes. Yes. And it's, and you can't, although I guess I've outed myself now because we'll, we'll probably tag her in this episode. But, um, you can't really walk up to somebody and say, I want to be just like you. I know. Well, that's a without, little bit daunting to the re- person on the other end. Yeah, yeah it comes yeah. across a little odd, yeah. um, which I totally appreciate. Um, but yeah, so I would say role model right now, when, when you started talking more about what you were thinking, mm-hmm. that is the person who popped into my mind i guess when i think of role model i i also think of somebody who i admired what they'd done Mm -hmm. and um when i think about that i'm thinking about some one of my brothers who when he was first starting his career he also balanced it by taking really bold moves, I think, literally, in terms of, um, he lived in Southern California, Mm -hmm. and, but home base was Seattle. And once they, he and his wife knew that they were returning to Seattle, he made the decision that he was going to walk it. Oh, wow. And with his dog, his, his dog, Trevor, and we all, and it was before we had a way to track anybody and we had cell phones and everything. And so it, this has been, how, you know, the fact that he did that, and I've always, you know, I've mentioned it to other people, but putting it in terms of, my God, would I ever venture out to do that? Would I have the conviction yeah. to say, I'm going to do this. I know how to prepare for this. And I'm, I'm willing to take on what I'm not prepared for. Wow. Um, yeah. Yep. And has amazing, you could mention anything to him about from Pasadena, where he was to Seattle. And there are places that probably none of us will ever see because yes. we're not taking the path. I'm sure there's some well-worn paths, but so if, if anything, in terms of spirit and adventure, um, 
I I have to think of that. That's a commitment and it's, it's risk-taking, but it's also faith in oneself and, yes. um, and the people that he would meet along the way. Wow. So yeah. An amazing story. I did not know he did that. that yes. How long did that take him to do that walk? Oh my gosh. I, it had to be several months, I think. Yeah. I don't remember how long his dog did make it, um, but he would have to slow down sometimes if the dog wasn't, you know, no, not today kind of thing. Yeah. The and dog's also, thinking, are you kidding? You are you kidding? I right thought now. we were stopping an hour ago. Yeah. It's like, um, and also, um, yeah. And just the confidence. I admire the confidence. That's very, you know, if I'm, you know, in everyday things, if I sometimes hesitate, you know, that's a role. Think of the confidence that took. That takes to, a lot of confidence to go and do that. So, um, so yeah. yeah, so that's something I think about. So wow. here's to you, Paul. Um, I, I like that both of our role models are people we both know and they're around now. Yeah. I think sometimes when people think of the role model question, they go really big. Um, Mother Teresa, or, and certainly she absolutely can be a role yeah, model. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying, but I think I, I, I wonder sometimes if people think that that question has to be bigger than it really is, because you've talked about your brother who's obviously in your life. And mm -hmm. I've talked about someone who is not in my daily life, but mm -hmm. I certainly know and mm -hmm. could pick up the phone and call and she would know who I was. Right. So, right. um, you know, I, I think, and that feels a little more, I don't know, doable. Like, hey, we can live up to these big things. Uh-huh. And you just described what, as you were telling me about this woman, it was, I was thinking, I don't have one. It's like, you do. I, I think this is a great conversation because I'm sure all of us and all of our listeners now can kind of think like you were describing it doesn't have to be a worldwide figure or somebody that is that well known publicly there are right. people in our lives right just someone so. in our lives now speaking of public figures though i do yeah. think I need, to, I need to make this clear to you and to our listeners uh-huh i um recently was on vacation in south africa and um loved every minute of it but that's uh -huh. another that's for another podcast <laughs> we went to this museum outside of johannesburg called marupeng and it's in the cradle of humankind and it's this amazing archaeological museum that looks at all of these um, pre-homo sapien hominids and how did we develop as humans and it's amazing at the end before you walk out the door at the end they have some handprints from some world leaders, the president of South Africa, a couple other folks I'm not remembering, but one of them was Nelson Mandela. Mm -hmm. So as one does, I believe, when presented with handprints of world famous people, I put my hands in all of them. And, you know, speaking of role models, and I, I just want to say, you know, you guys decide what this means, but my hands are the exact same no. size as Nelson Mandela's hands. No. So, wow. You know, does that mean I'm a world leader? I'm not sure, but <laughs> I think it means I might have those tendencies. So that, I might have to call him out as a role model as well. 
obviously there's the connection that you've made. That sounds like an amazing experience to have that kind of, um, yeah, my hands as big as his. That I think that's fun. It's a funny thing yeah. that when I put them in and I felt like, oh, this just this fits. This fits. And I just sort of had this little like spark of, oh, that's cool. Wow. You're reminding me of the Wizard of Oz when the, the slip, the ruby slippers. Yes. 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 So, oh, that's wonderful. Well, we're off to a good start with this. So. We are off to a good start. So should we dive into a second question? I think we have a little bit of time. I think we have some um, momentum here. Oh, aha. What do you like most about being you? I know. Oh my God. Do you, um, you want to go first? I will give you time and I'll just kind of see what comes out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like most about being you? What I like is I have had that adventurous streak. I still do things that a lot of a lot of people probably haven't done, but um, you know, maybe 25 years ago, something like that, I really would find something that was, you know, so far, it, most of them were, all of them were in the United States, but I lived on one coast and everything I was interested in was on the other coast. And I would find these outdoor adventure things like cattle ranching. I worked on a cattle ranch or I, um, went and, and, I rode a horse, which I had never done before. And I helped them brand cattle and things like that in, in Montana. And I got on that plane by myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went by myself and I remembered because it was a day, it was, those are the days where you still could walk your friend or family member down to the gate. Oh yes. And I, Right before I went into the jetway, I and my, my parents had dropped me off. And right before I went down the jetway, I turned around and I said, I have no idea where I'm sleeping tonight or where I'm going, but I've got my credit card and I'll give you a call if there's a problem. Which now that I'm saying out loud, probably was not <laughs> building a whole lot of confidence. <laughs> um, but I've always kind of realized that as a declarative statement of I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And um, I did that three summers in a row and I wound up being asked to come back by the, the rancher family because I started helping out like in the kitchen and stuff like that. And this was really bare bones. We were in sleeping bags, sleeping under the stars kind of mm -hmm. thing. And um, so I did the, that several years in a row. But and, and I've done other trips like that on my own. And some of my family would say, well, why don't you travel with somebody? And since then, I have done trips with friends, yeah. but I just didn't know if the nature of what it was. How do you describe it to somebody? And how do you, I couldn't even describe it because I didn't know what I was walking into in right. certain situations. So that's what I like most about myself, I mean, I'm not taking those grander kind of steps anymore, but I'm still not hesitant to, if I really want to do it, just venture out and do it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's one of the things I like most about being myself, about being Terry. Nice. Mm -hmm. I like that about you too. Well, thank you. Thank you. 
So what, what do you like about being you? Well, the most, what do you like the most about? I know. I, I also like about myself, my adventure spirit, like a little mm-hmm. bit like you were talking about, but rather than pick that, I, I'm going to pick another part of myself, which is I like that I am in a place in my life where I know myself pretty well. Some of that is that I've been on this earth for more than 50 years. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of that encompasses a lot of experiences and a lot of amazing experiences, a lot of scary ones, sad ones, um, ones I wish I had done differently, ones I wish hadn't happened. I mean, the whole gamut, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of experiences. And whether you, I think when you're younger, you don't realize how much you're learning through each of your experiences. And then as you get older, you start to recognize that you are learning through these. Well, you've built that body of life and that body of work to, right. to, right. to and then, create and then, that context for you. Exactly. And then, you know, the next time something similar happens, you've had that experience and you know, and you can build right. on it. And I'm at a place in my life where I feel like I know who I am and, mm-hmm. and what I stand for and mm, yeah. what generally makes me happy and what generally doesn't. I'm not claiming that I really know all the answers and that this is not me saying life is perfect. Um, and there are definitely things I wish I did differently, uh-huh. but I can kind of know what, how I might react to something. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know I have a lot of, you know, in my other life, I talk a lot about resiliency and compassion Mm -hmm. and I have those tools in my toolbox. So I know I could say to you, if X happened, I'm I'm going to struggle because I don't really know how to deal with that kind of situation. But if why right. happened, you know, I've been through stuff like that before. And I know these are the, these are the tools I would access to, to get through that. And so I feel like I have a, that level of self-knowledge that is definitely not something I had as a young adult. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, still lots to learn, but I feel, you know, that I, that I know what I want and yeah. I know what I don't want. And I don't always know how to get it, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so that was always easier to know what you don't want because the first reaction is like, mm, no, <laughs> but yes, but sometimes is. we have to um, go through an experience to realize that no, nope, yes. not doing that again. So, and I also am at a place where I feel like I know myself enough to know when I need help. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and again, I don't think I get it right all the time. And mm-hmm. there might be times where my friends are looking at me thinking, oh my God, get yourself some help. Um, but, you know, I feel like I, I know you know, I've worked with coaches, for example, for my business, mm-hmm. because I've realized I don't know how to do this or, or I know how to do it, but what I actually need is somebody to push me or to encourage me. Um, So I'm going to work with this coach because they will 
do that. Um, or, you know, I'm struggling with something. I think I need to talk with a professional, a counselor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also like that I, I know enough, again, with a caveat for the most part, right. to know when I should reach out to a friend or reach out to a professional of some sort and get advice or help mm-hmm. or, um, or even just say, I don't even know why I'm talking to you, but mm-hmm. I just don't know what I'm doing right now. And, and I need a sounding board even. Um, so yeah, I definitely like that about myself and Good. it's a little bit age and it's, it's a little bit the, the miles, uh, it's, yep. It's a little, knowing, bit time, little bit the miles. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm reminded of a story I heard once. Um, and then, you know, of people helping others in, in a struggle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the, the line that I remember is I've been there before and I know the way out. And so yeah. that's, you know, and that's what you've kind of for yourself, you know, you've learned the way out to some things and you mm-hmm. know that it's time. Yeah. When it's time, but that's something to admire yourself because it's probably not easy to arrive at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Good. Oh, well, we probably have time for one more. Oh, okay. Let's so, this one be not so heavy. I mean, I know these are deep conversation starters, but wow. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, all right. So one, not so heavy. Um, we wait. might not have a choice. Well, there are some. I mean, I just took kind of the top. Um, hold, please. Hold, please. They're not all heavy, but I'm just kind of. Oh, I like this one. What is your number one goal right now? Ooh, that's it's getting through this podcast with a very deep thought. That's what. That's <laughs> yes, that's my number one goal is making out the other side of this conversation. Oh my god! Um, so my number two goal after yes. that goal, yes, is I am building my business as a keynote speaker. So my mm-hmm. number one goal is getting more clients oh. and higher paying clients. Uh-huh. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to my business. As there a you go. Speaker. Yeah. And I can do that because I'm co-owner of Project BFF. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. How about you? What's your biggest goal right well, now? Well, my biggest goal right now is to balance my different, inch, my have a variety of interests, but commitments too. I'm committed Mm -hmm. to Project BFF. Mm -hmm. I'm committed to a nonprofit organization in the area that I work for. I'm committed to um, visiting with friends locally, but also traveling to visit friends. All of media family are out of state. And lately that's been a little, I've been a little bit crazy in attempts of trying that and then mm-hmm. not getting there. Thank you. The, air, the airlines are, is, yeah, it's tough to travel these days. The um, airlines are not helping you with your goal is what exactly, I'm Exactly, exactly. But, you know, it really is, pers- if I, I want to get that balance of taking all the things that I feel not only literally committed to, but um, intellectually and emotionally committed to and do my best with it. And there are some days where it's like, all right, I I need to take that adventure person and put her someplace right now to go do that. 
So it's all things that, um, and also be aware of habits that I've developed over the year where this isn't new, you know, your way out of this. So mm -hmm. and just notice those things too. Yeah. So, so that's the number one goal for now is to maybe it's, uh, I'm not overloaded. I just need to um, have everything in its place in the, the lineup of what I do and yes. what I'm interested to do. Ooh, Does that make I like sense? That. I like that. And I think uh, that three questions is plenty to answer in this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In this episode of this conversation, but yeah, we have many other questions to go. We will link to the article where we found this and mm -hmm. we will, um, on our next episode, that is just Terry and myself. We will answer a few more questions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This was fun. So I, thank I you learned, everybody. Yes. And we want you to think about these questions for yourself and maybe ask your friends some of these questions as a way to deepen your relationship. All right. That's a good idea. Bye. Bye. Bye.